It was 26 years ago today, October 3rd, 1995. I had the interview opportunity of a lifetime with David Bowie. You'll hear it next. Hi, this is David Bowie. What do you think of when someone talks about the children of the poorest of the poor? Do you ever think of children from the inner city or American Indian reservations? Save the Children has been working hard for 50 years to improve the lives of American children too. Find out how they're helping your own and the world's children. Write to me, David Bowie, in care of Save the Children, Westport, Connecticut, 06880. So it was 26 years ago today, October 3rd, 1995. I was working at the Planet 96.3 in Detroit, and the call came in. Early afternoon. Oh yeah, uh, David Bowie's at the palace tonight. Anybody there interested in talking with him? And I said, uh, I'm available. Yeah, literally, a five-minute interview opportunity with David Bowie. We were the only radio station in Detroit to have that chance. So, I was the go-to girl, got my recording unit from the station, and my first thought was, well, I gotta grab a camera. So I went to my parents' house, grabbed a camera, and my other thought was, I gotta see if my brother's available. Now, mind you, he is the biggest David Bowie fan on the planet. And this was before everybody had cell phones. So I tried to reach him at his house, left a voicemail message. I didn't have time to run by his house to see where he was. So I had to go to the palace by myself to interview David Bowie. So I got to the palace and I was corralled to the backstage area. And after a brief moment, I was face to face with the thin white Duke, Ziggy Stardust, up close and personal with David Bowie. Naturally, I wanted to give him a handshake, but he was really cautious because he had been sick. He was on the mend, as he said, and he didn't want to transmit his germs, but I took the chance. I said, David, I'll wash my hands. I will take the chance. Hello, David. Hello. How are you? I would sit down way over there. Yeah. Well, I'm really worried about you guessing it. I'm of healthy Eastern European stuff. Okay. So I shook his hand and we sat down. And my first question had to deal with all the personas he has. Or had. So, David, I said, you're often compared to a chameleon. Is that a fair assessment? I think I'm probably nearer to an old-fashioned author than uh, a chameleon. I just like writing. And uh, I tend to write in a rather fantastical way, I guess. So in early October of 1995, he was touring in support of his 19th studio album called Outside. He told me a little bit about that project. Well, there's such a big movement in uh, America specifically for in visual arts toward uh, using the body, politicizing the body in, in, uh, in the visual arts. And I just extrapolated on that and created a what-if situation if... Uh, Murder itself was considered a fine art, so it takes place at the end of the century when that has become a, a given. So I asked him why he was still touring. Well, I only like touring when I'm presenting something new, I think. I mean, the, the tour that I'm doing right now has no hits in it at all because I sort of stopped doing those in 1990. Um, more or less as a means or an exercise in, in terms of giving myself new areas to move in and not having to rely on past glories to sort of 
create this kind of a synthetic career where you sort of trot out the oldies to keep yourself popular. And I didn't want to do that. So uh, this show is uh, very much about all new material, or really rather obscure songs from the past that even my fans have trouble recognizing. Is there anything that you haven't done, haven't either had the nerve or haven't done that you'd like to do? No, I don't think so. I think I've covered uh, in music all the areas that I like. Um, yeah, I think I'm allergic to country and western, so I don't think I'll be in there somewhere. Ever considered covering oh, Miss Lee, Peggy Lee too? Yes, Fever, yeah, yeah. I, I like Lee a lot. I like a lot of those uh, song stresses from the 50s. I, I think there's some really... Julie London, uh, Crimea River, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> but I haven't gotten there yet. Is there anything that you're afraid of? No, nothing at all. I'm always curious about who the superstars hobnob with. For instance, I asked David if he had a dinner party and he could invite any three people, who would they be? Uh, Hanif Qureshi, the author, probably. Brian Eno. Um, I won't say Mother Teresa. I wouldn't know what to cook her. Um, possibly Margaret Thatcher, because I love a good argument. How about three people that you have, haven't yet met and you would, you've always wanted to? Uh, Gorbachev, I'd like to meet. I would love to have met him. Like to meet him. Um, I think the musician Glenn Branca, who I admire tremendously, American composer. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Do excuse me. Who lives in New York? Um, I think he's uh, terribly underrated and very important. Okay. I never met him, and uh, I think um, it's all a bit late now. But I would like to have met um, De Kooning, the painter. But uh, he's sort of not with us, I think, mentally anymore. What was the last CD that you, or album that you bought? Uh, yeah, Tilt by Scott Walker uh, was the last one that I bought. That I, I buy albums all the time, but very few impress me. That one impressed me tremendously. One more last question. Anything on the top 40 scene, the so-called alternative rock, has anybody impressed you other than, of course, Trent? You asked him to be your... Yeah, I like, I like him very much. Well, I, yes, I, I like a lot of the new music tremendously. Um, I like Prick very much, you know, this opening band. I think their album is really, really excellent um, and definitely worth listening to. There's an English band called Tricky mm -hmm. that I really rate a lot, very highly. I like so them a lot. But it's part of that, what's called the um, Portsmouth Sound which is sort of trip-hop, kind of a, a hip-hop, but more psychedelic. As our short time together was dwindling down, I had to suck up a little bit. Just told him how worldly and classy he was, and, and I just wished more people would be like him. All we need now is a little love, is that? <laughs> I'm not sure. After the lighthearted way that we ended the interview, I wanted to get a picture with David. So I handed his road manager the camera that I got from my parents, leaned in for a picture, the road manager clicked, filmed in advance. Clicked again, filmed in advance. And there was a logical reason why the film wouldn't advance. It was because there was no film in the camera. I was crushed. However, I did get an autographed five by seven. David wrote, Dear Jane, J-A-N-E. My air name was Jade, J-A-D-E. With love, David. So yeah, he misspelled my name and I didn't get that picture with him. 
but I recorded our conversation and I was able to share it with you. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, download, share, subscribe to the Kim Brixton Podcast Show. We'll chat another time. Thanks so much for listening.